Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy. DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Why don't you get up on that microphone stand and tell him who you am, my friend? Yeah, boy! It's your boy, Sevy Sev, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Mandalorian. This is the way. Yes, it is. That's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you doing, man? Fucking grand. Grand, I like it because you're my man. Fifty grand posted in front of his microphone arm. Ask me, uh, ask me how I'm doing. How you doing? Fair to Midland. <laughs> I like it. I love that. That's one of my favorite sayings. It's like you're just right down the middle. You're not so much to the left. You're not so much to the right. You're fair to Midland. That's what I like my golf game to be. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not fair. Fair to Midland. Not. Uh fired a bunker yeah <laughs> when was the last time you golfed well sir thanks for asking that answer would be uh well the last time i golfed was september 28 okay well not not too too long back all right uh, where'd you go uh, rancho Murrieta golf club nice how yeah, is that it's fancy yeah it's expensive yeah um, is that the first time you ever been there? Or no, no? I've, this okay. is my second time. They have two courses. They got a north course and a south course. I've okay. played the south course before, uh, and it was nice. There's nothing like really blew me away. The north course is really, really nice. It's way better, uh, and also extremely more difficult. Um, if you are old enough, you would remember that uh, Rancho Marietta used to be on the Senior PGA Tour. I do remember that, uh, yeah. So Lee Trevino, Chichi Rodriguez, Arnold Palmer, a lot of guys used to play there. Used to be on the tour every year, so Rancho yeah. Marietta Golf Tournament was a big deal. Um, so uh, when I got old enough and I started getting into golf, like I was, it was, it was on my bucket list of places I wanted to play. Now, 
I'm sure that it's gone downhill over the years. I mean, it's still a country club. Rancho sure. Prieta is sure. very hoity-toity still. Yeah. Um, but it's really nice. It's uh, and that I got it on a deal, so you know, for non-members, so it was a hundred bucks or hundred and ten for me and my uncle to play. So okay, fifty bucks, yeah, five bucks, but not bad. But uh, you had to play during the week and <clears throat> blah blah blah. And yeah. Anyway, but it was it was good. Um, and then uh, we're actually recording uh, early November. This is coming out. Uh, this will release on the 22nd of November. Right. Uh, so the answer to your question, if this was as planned and everything goes as planned, the last time I will play golf would be on November 11th, Veterans Day. Okay, you go doing some Veterans Day golfing. Same same course or different course? Different course. Probably going to go with, um, oh, you beeth thou nastieth. Uh-huh. Nice. Oh, you nasty. <laughs> I was like, hey, man. I'm a, I'm a government employee. I'm off on Veterans Day. Are you off? And he's like, yes. And he said, and I was like, you want to golf? And he said, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's so, a good answer. Good answer. I yeah. like that. I like that. The, 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 one of my favorite things about uh, Oh You Nasty is like, hey, man, you uh, you want to get burritos? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you going to be at softball tonight? Oh, hell yeah. Hey, bro, you want to play video games tonight? Oh, hell yeah. He's a positive dude. He doesn't. He doesn't come negative. You want to go to the movies? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> my, my brother. <laughs> the man just refuses to tell you no, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Hey, will you help me bury this body? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> my guy, dude. He is your wingman extraordinaire. I like it, dude. He's he's down for whatever. I like it. I like it. Well, that's cool, man. Of course, hey, shout out to uh, the one and only Clorox Cleans, who is responsible for the. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. That's his quote. Yes, it certainly is. Yeah, respect. That I, that, yeah, my guy. Let me say about my man Clorox, man. This guy yeah. stud. Yeah? Okay. yeah? He's just out there in Oregon doing his thing. <laughs> I love him. That's all you got to say, stud? Stud. I, I was expecting a long, prolonged, let, let me tell you a little something about this guy right here. Stud. That, that's, all, that's all you need to know. Known a lot of guys <laughs> in the history of guys. Trump hands are out. Stud. Stud. That's it. And if you don't think he's a stud, wrong. There you go. That's right. <laughs> I serve him up. You knock him out of the I, park. I love it. I'll set him up. You knock him down. That's what's up, man. That's why we're a good team. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so uh, that's the last time I played golf. Yeah, but it's funny that you mentioned um, golf. Well, Rancho golf, Marietta. Rancho Marietta. Yeah, because it's uh, crazy that it took so long because they've always kind of had their own little world out there. Like they've got... It's their private community with their golf course, and they've got their equestrian center, and they've got that gas station right there on the corner, and they had like a little grocery store and a couple of restaurants, but not much. When I worked at the diner in Plymouth, we would get a lot of people coming down the road from Rancher Marietta because they said there's just no good breakfast or no good place to eat in there. And I was always like, all that money, all that shit going on in there, they don't provide them with that? I'm kind of shocked, you know? Well, fuck, man. Since then, they've built so many houses out there. Now they have like a resort, like spa, like hotel. Uh, they have a Bel Air. They have a Starbucks. Uh, they've just gone to town in there. They're literally creating a community and like a world where those people, there's an El Dorado Savings Bank. There's, just, there's all kinds of stuff in there where they don't have to leave. They've literally got them locked in where they shouldn't have to go anywhere, man. And it's... Uh, 
It's, it's nuts. Whenever I drive on my way to Sacramento, I'll drive past there, sometimes stop and get gas there. And everybody's cruising around on their golf carts. They don't uh, they don't take their cars like when they go to the grocery store, or they come out to pick something up at the gas station or they're going to the bank. They all cruise around in golf carts. Like, I don't know if when you live in a community like that, that's just mandatory. Like you just say, hey, you live here, you live on a golf course, you own a golf cart. Like that's just it. Put some hydros on mine and some rims and I'll be good to go. Bill, do you recall one of the main reasons that I left my job and wanted to go get to this job that I'm at? Do I recall one of the main reasons was? I recall that the big reason was, was you weren't getting treated the respect you deserve for the time you put in and the work you'd done. Okay, that's a very good answer and yeah. also accurate. Uh, in addition, uh, the retirement is insane. Okay, nice. And uh, I think we've talked about that. And yep. my goal is to retire at a <clears throat> decent age. I want to. I want to go out like Buster Posey. I don't want to yeah. go out like Jerry Rice. <laughs> no, I got you. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, and, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, and me going out is young enough. I want to buy a house on a golf course. Right. I want to have my own golf cart. Uh huh. So that's the dream. Okay. Right? Have a nice course or a house that maybe backs up to the golf course or is very close to the golf course. You yeah. Look out on the porch. You know, you, you play golf out there at uh, River, or not River Oaks, but uh, Hassel Oaks. Yeah. Rancho Marietta, any, you know, any of these places that are around communities, La Contena, right? You're playing these holes and there's like just people just sitting out on their back porches, enjoying their day, watching people go by and play golf, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get up, play some golf in the morning, then, you know, sit on the back porch with, uh, you know, me and one of the homies, me and the lady, me and, you know, the pup, whoever it's going to yeah. be. And, uh, you know, just uh, live the dream. Sir. That's awesome, man. You know, and, and if you live on a golf course, especially if it backs up to your backyard and you're just sitting out there chilling, you have literally the most manicured, pristine, beautiful backyard ever. Like you will never have a more well-maintained, taken care of lawn in your entire life. Like they don't fuck around on those golf courses, even at Castle Oaks. The only downside is I can't yell at people to get off my lawn. That's right. No, you can't. They cannot. paid to be there. That's right. Quit driving on my lawn. We no. paid $47 for our green fees, old man. That's right. Blow it out your ass. I'm going to put this on TikTok. I'm recording this. I'm recording this. Yeah. Dude, Your I, mother recorded this. I could totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Apparently you. everybody is pissed off and from New York. Yeah. That's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. Get off my fucking yawn. Come on there. Give me a bagel. Yeah. Whatever. You know. Yeah. But yeah, man, I could totally see that. You've just posted up on the golf course enjoying life man and the beautiful thing golf is one of those sports like you said there's a senior tour like how many sports have a senior tour like is golf the only one like i can't think of another sport like bowling maybe i don't know does like, the big three count uh yeah well there you go that's kind of a senior they're all retirees that are coming or back washouts yeah 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 that too that would make sense yeah that's kind of a senior tour in a way but yeah I think golf's the only sport I could think of that literally calls something a senior tour and has something like that. Like, there's a lot of sports. Like I said, bowling. There's professional bowling leagues. You can play to senior PBA. Okay, yeah. So you can play that to your older. But I think golf's probably the most well-known, respected sport that you can continue to play all the way up. You could drop dead on the course of a heart attack, right? I mean, you just you can play Fuck, forever. That would suck. Yeah. I mean, I guess there'd be worse places to drop dead. <clears throat> That's that movie. Uh, what movie was that? Drop uh, Dead. 
Drop Dead Fred. No, uh, there's a movie about golf with Will Smith and Matt Damon. Bagger Vance. Yeah, The Legend of Bagger Vance. And <laughs> God, I am smart. That was a good one. Uh, and at the end of that movie, he uh, Jack Lemmon's character, who I think is playing... Matt Damon, he was Matt Damon's caddy. He was a little kid who was the caddy for Matt Damon at the end of the movie. I believe he's golfing and has a heart attack and dies on the course, but he wouldn't have had it any other way. That was like his happy place and where he wanted to be. Right? Just for the record, since there's no video of this show, every time Bill is like, I don't remember this, or he's asking a question, like 90% of the time I remember, I'm not looking it up. No, no, you're not. Absolutely not. I can vouch for that. I'm right here. I could be lying, but I'm not. And <laughs> Bill is an honest man. I am. Born in the year of the wuss. I, that's right. Damn if, you. If you know anything about people born in the year of the wuss, they're not liars. No, we're a lot of things. Very wussy. Now, yelly, yellow belly salamanders, that's what yeah. they are, but uh, not liars. But we don't lie. That's right. <laughs> so. The color of the pen is royal blue. Oh, liar, liar. <laughs> Just happened to be in one of my top 10 movies that I've seen more than one time in the theater, if you uh -huh, recall. Uh -huh. I love that flick, man. Saw that movie twice. Enjoyed it. Um, oh, by the way, a follow-up from, just because you brought that up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, somebody was like, uh, somebody messaged me and they were like, uh... So are you really having a bunch of tawdry affairs and running off listeners? And I was like, no. <laughs> I go, don't take everything we say on this show as absolute truth. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. We do tend to talk a wee bit of the shit on occasion, since sometimes things have a tendency to take on a life of their own and roll and get out of control. And I just let bit. it go because he said tawdry affair, which yeah, was yeah. very Dallas or dynasty. That's very it. late night soap, absolutely. Oh, it was you, Montgomery, I knew it. <laughs> who shot Savage O'Malley? I know who it was. Yeah, <laughs> who was it? Same person that shot JR. That's right. I don't know who that was either. <laughs> My grandma knows. I can yeah. probably ask her, man. She was into that shit. Hey, grandma, who shot JR? <laughs> hey, I know this, man. I was too young to understand it, but I know that when who shot JR was oh, a dude. big fucking deal yeah. in the country. Front page news, every TV guide, every magazine, everybody wanted to know who shot JR. Like, I think a little while before that or after that, Ronald Reagan got shot at one point, and it wasn't as big of a deal. Like, people weren't like, hey, the president got shot. Oh, crazy, man. That's crazy. Who what? shot JR? That's crazy, man. Yeah. So, anyway, JR. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that's insane. This is blowing my mind, man. Larry Hagman. Did you hear me? Ronald Reagan has been shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the president. He'll be fine. Probably. Whatever. Then I don't care. But JR? Yeah. <laughs> I got six seasons in this motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. I'm invested. I put some time into this son of a bitch, man. We got to get to the bottom of this. We need justice for JR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That was a big deal back in the day. Damn, I remember that. That, and do you remember, uh, this is old people talk, so some of our listeners might tune out on this part, but you remember when they canceled MASH? The last episode of MASH. That was a big deal oh my god people were around their tvs they couldn't believe it that show had been on forever dude and it was like my god that was a phenomenon when that shit when, went when down, you dude. have shows or shows that 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 are multiple seasons that are culture changers you know where people just become insanely invested in the show and then they end and, yes. and they know they're ending and there's like, cause, cause what happens nowadays is shit just gets canceled. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. like a lot of times, so much. 
And so a lot yeah. of times, like, there's not a chance for a proper ending. No. Yeah, yeah. You know? But uh, think about, for me, oh, got a tickle in my throat. Yeah. Uh, the end of Fresh Prince. Yes. Right? Yeah. He's in the in the room, in the living room by himself. It's, it's empty. empty. Yes. He's looking around like emotional. he's emotional. Yeah. He walks out, turns the turns the light off, right? The last uh, Three's Company, uh, the last cheers for me. Yes. Right? He's shutting down the bar. One. Yep. Right? Yep. And then... Uh, and then you know it's just it's it, it obviously the last mash things like that like when the last connect- remember Seinfeld oh, oh that yeah. was a big deal man and the last episode of Seinfeld sucked but it was still massive it had like one of the highest you know viewerships ever for a final television program it was insane people were flipping out hey speaking of endings of shows I, it's funny I just it's crazy that we went into this it just made me think last night I watched I don't know if you're still following it I know you're a fan. Uh, I watched the s- series finale of Brooklyn Nine-Nine last night. I haven't recorded. I haven't watched it. Yet. It was very good. Uh, touching. Uh, funny, as always, throughout. Start to finish, I was laughing. Great episode. Great way to end it. Um, but, man, there's a moment between Captain Holt and Peralta that I was like, oh, excuse me, you know. It's a little bit dusty in here. You know, the old Billy A is getting dusty in here line, man. A lot it, of dust. Yeah, it's less, I, I got to work on my cleaning skills. But it's emotional and beautiful and just really well done, man. So you're, you're, I can't wait for you to see it. You're going to enjoy that. It's uh, you Go ahead and throw that in the old, uh, as I mentioned last uh, episode. I just can't catch up, dude. I understand. I'm, just, I'm so... Like, I, I'd literally have to take a week off and just rot. Maybe I should take a week off and just rot on TV, and then my heel would feel better. There you go. That's right. Take care of yourself, man, and catch up on your shows. I'm telling you, man, if it wasn't for... It's sad to say this. This sounds horrible. If it wasn't for COVID, you know... Thank the, you, COVID. The only good thing that came from COVID is I literally sat on my ass for 10 days, and I binged watched. I finished the Wu-Tang Clan, the American Saga. I got caught up on my Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It was just a time for me to do all those things and, and watch some movies, you know, just kind of caught up, dug in and was able to do that. But I probably would be just as behind as you. I didn't even realize until like a few weeks before I caught COVID that Brooklyn Nine-Nine was back with a new season. I thought after Peralta and Amy Santiago, they had the baby and he, they were parents. I thought that was it. Oh, that was the end. After they had the kid, they were married, they had their kid. I thought the show was over at that point. So when my wife pulls up, goes new episodes. I go, no, no, that shit's over. And she's like, no, no, look, and, oh shit. Then we got into it. It's been a great season, man. What a great final season. It's awesome. <laughs> the hard part is like a lot of things got weird with COVID and like like yeah the, the traditional recordings and when when thing was coming out. So like stuff was all over the board. So like if you were recording things, like it was hard to tell what was new, what's yes. not. Like because like yeah, you had shows like starting in August and mid-july that usually would start in january so like everything was all over the place so then but then like on top of that they're just like throwing out constant um like reruns and things like that so like i was like my box was like filling up with like constant like episodes you have to like literally look at the when was the original air date right to make sure you're not wasting your time yeah absolutely man another another one i got caught up on it's really good. I think we're, we binge watched. There's only two seasons, I think. So I think we're caught up now that I started a little bit before COVID and was able to catch up during COVID was uh, Nora from Queens starring Aquafina. After my wife and I went and saw uh, Shang-Chi, 
I was like, man, I really like Aquafina. She's funny in that. She's just got a great personality. Oh, she's got this show on HBO Max that I've heard is funny. And we started watching it, man. And that's a good one too. Is I think there's only two seasons, and we we knocked them both out. But uh, I hope she comes back with a third. If she does, I might have to keep. I forgot that's on HBO Max. I talked about last episode canceling HBO Max. Oh, is it? I thought it was on Comedy Central. Ooh, maybe she's on both. But yeah, I I watch it on HBO Max. So that's where I've been watching it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it's funny, man. It's really funny. And uh, and uh, it's kooky. It's a little weird. It's a little different. Is it like, crazy and spooky? Kooky, crazy, spooky. The Adams Family. Uh, it's just she's got a really different sense of humor, man. And the show is kind of a trip. And she's got she's like executive producer and one of the writers. She takes a big part in that show's creation. So it's it's her stamp all over it but you'll get people from saturday night live popping up in it and her mom this little korean lady no it plays her grandma excuse me her grandmother she talks like this nara what the fuck nara that's how she talks she is hilarious dude she makes the show for me she's so funny man uh, but yeah, that's another one I've been cut. I'm all caught up on now. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. If that comes back for a third season or not. But yeah. Yeah, man, it's tough when you get busy. You know how many people with all these streaming channels are like, you need to watch this, this, this. I feel like Captain America when he comes back from being in the 50s and he has that list. Like, I need to listen to this album and watch right. this movie and watch this show. Dude, I have a list of at least 15 to 20 shows that I haven't come anywhere near. Because it's just fucking overwhelming, dude. The thought of it is like, I'm like, all right, I got Cobra Kai coming back. I got the boys coming back that I'm going to have to watch. Uh, they just announced we're getting Wu-Tang and American Saga season three. So that'll be coming back. I'm going to have to watch that. Like, where do you find time? Uh, they're going to do season three of Ted Lasso, which I love. You can, all, for me, there's only so many hours in a day. I can't, I can't, I don't know how people do it. Like, I know one of my, one of my supervisors He's a night owl, so he's up until like 12.30, 1 in the morning. He'll be like, yo, I watched the new Mandalorian. I'm like, that didn't drop till today. He's like, yeah, I was up till like 1 last night. So he comes right. home, eats dinner, hangs with the family, puts the kids to bed, and then he watches television until 1 in the morning. I can't, I can't do that shit, man. I'm in bed like 9.30, 10 o'clock, man. Old man style. Old man style, need my sleep. I don't sleep well. So I got to get in bed and get it in when I can, man. I can't do that shit. So for me, there's like a window of like when I come home, like six to nine, like you got to eat dinner, you got to walk the dog, really only a couple of hours. So I don't know how these people do it where they're just like show upon show upon, like I'm watching 10 shows right now and I can't, that, that shit's never going to, that's never going to be me. Well, the answer, my friend is very simple. Yeah. Is they prioritize that as something that's a priority to them right and so like you say you know i don't know how they do that i know why i'm behind right three to four nights a week right. i play video games for four or five hours and softball you're in a softball i play league. softball right. plus like <clears throat> on average my day is roughly seven to six before right. i do anything for myself right yeah yeah exactly that's about where i'm at I get off roughly. Work. Yeah, yeah, you get off work. At, I get off work at 4:30, 40 minute drive to get home. Come home, hey to the wife, have a little dinner, walk the dog. Then it's whatever time's left after that. 
By the way, just for anybody that's curious, he actually means walking the dog. He's not, that's not a euphemism for something else. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Hi to the wife, walk the dog, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that sounds a little, now that you put it like that. Yeah, okay, that that did have sexual undertones, didn't it? My bad. Damn it. This hey. is a family show, freaking Bill. I take my dog, Obi, my beloved family pet, out for a walk around the block, usually up by the by the old abandoned CYA zombie land area where we can get some good photo opportunities uh-huh, and get out. Uh-huh, and he likes uh-huh. to look at the cows out there. But yeah, man, no, it's uh, it's awesome, man. But that's what we do. And, and you know, I watch what I can when I can, but I'm not going to overdo it. Like, it's, it's, just, it's almost TV shouldn't be stressful. And that just sounds stressful to me. Like, mm. I don't want to go there. I'm with you, man. Speaking of TV, though, yeah, I do have some uh, Hollywood news. All right, I'm listening. This just in over the wire, straight from Hollywood, California, DJ Billy A is going to bring you the news. Oh, hold on. I do have that. You do have that? Here we go. All right, let's go. I'm ready. You have news? I do. I'm ready for the news. Nope. (laughs) Hold on. You have news? I have news. Yes. Breaking news. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Straight off the ticker from Hollywood. So we've been talking a lot about Ice Cube lately because supposedly we're going to get the Mount Westmore project uh, eventually someday. Don't know exactly when, but uh, it is coming. And we talked a lot. I think a couple episodes back now, we talked about how none of the guys in Mount Westmore really need the money. They're not doing this album for the money anymore. I recall. They don't need it. They've got other things in their lives, other projects, other 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 revenue streams per se and that kind of leads into the first bit of hollywood news i got now some years back now way before we got locked down before covid sony pictures announced that ice cube was going to sign on to do a movie with jack black the name of that movie was oh hell no and it was called oh hell no because uh, jack black and ice cube play lifelong friends who apparently jack black starts dating ice cube's mother and I would guess Ice Cube's reaction to that was going to be, oh, hell no. You know, that I, I'm assuming Ice Cube, they don't actually say in the movie description if it was Jack Black dating Ice Cube's mom or Ice Cube dating Jack Black's mom. Either one's probably funny, but I'm guessing since the movie title was going to be, oh, hell no, that it was Black dating Ice Cube, a Jack Black dating Ice Cube's mom. Just a guess. Anyway, Sony Pictures, They announced that this movie was going to happen prior to COVID. COVID happens, things shut down, but they're getting back on track. Uh, They offer Ice Cube a contract of $9 million to do this movie. They say, we're ready to start rolling. We're going to get going, get into pre-production. We just need you to get vaccinated. We need you to get COVID vaccinated uh, before coming on to set. And Ice Cube said, no, I am not getting my COVID vaccine. I will not do that. And I will not take part in this movie. And he walked away from the film and from $9 million because of his uh, stance on not wanting to get vaccinated. Uh, So that just, to me, further uh, strengthens the argument that we know these dudes don't need the money. Because I'm going to tell you right now, let's say COVID happened right after Ice Cube had done uh, Boys in the Hood. Let's say right after Boys in the Hood, COVID hits. But Boys in the Hood does well, gets nominated, and Sony Pictures comes to Ice Cube and says, 
we've got this job offer for you. We want you to put you in this movie. We think you'd be great. We'll pay you $9 million. I can guarantee you that 1990, whatever, 95 Ice Cube is not turning down 9 million. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'd stick to his morals and stick to his guns. But I have a feeling that 1995 Ice Cube would be first in line for that vaccine and ready to shoot that movie and get that $9 million paycheck. But we know now that he's a, he's a, he owns a production company. He owns a sports league. He has revenues coming in for music. And he's in the weed business. So clearly, if you can walk away from $9 million based on your principles, you're doing all right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'd be first. I'd get three vaccines for $9 million. I'll take the risk. I'll roll the dice. You have the ability to... When when you are secure, the ability to uh, call your own place. Right. Right. Stick to your guns. Hundred percent. Yeah. Right. There might be certain things that I don't agree with, but I and this is something I tell the kids I work with. Like, you don't like getting told what to do. Well, get used to it. That's life. I'm still getting told what to do on some level. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't really go away until you are a billionaire. Right. Right. Hey, you create Amazon. You can do whatever the hell you want. That's right. it. So, you know, I I don't know if uh, I don't know what I don't know what to. I can't imagine walking away from nine million dollars. I can't either. But absolutely not. But nine million to Q, maybe you know, McDonald's extra value menu. <laughs> it's crazy to think that. That somebody... being said, I'm not walking away from a double quarter pounder meal. I'm just saying. Oh, that sounds good too. We just ate, so I'm not really hungry. But that always sounds good. I'm not hungry either. But if someone was like, "Yo, free double quarter pounder meal," and you need it in the next, eat it in the next hour, but then it's totally free. Yeah. I might fuck up my Saturday for yeah. it. <laughs> that would definitely put me over. Oh, my I would calorie fuck count. up my not. I would just be on the ground, like in yeah, pain, yeah, probably. Yeah, but yeah. fuck your Saturday up, literally. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's clear. Obviously, he doesn't need the money because, like I said, I would be hard pressed to believe he would have stuck to his guns and stuck to his morals twenty-five years ago. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, I could be wrong. Cube's a headstrong dude. Maybe. He would have. Uh, I don't know. But that being said, I'm kind of bummed because I think the combination of Jack Black and Ice Cube was interesting to me. And that's kind of a thin premise for a movie. But sometimes a simple premise like that and a simple storyline like that, just two buddies and one buddy starts dating the other buddy's mom, there's a lot of room for comedy and a lot of room for stuff to happen there. So that being said, Cube walks away. Should they still move forward with the movie? Should they recast or do they can that movie? What do you think? I mean, if they got a script and they got everybody else on board. Yeah. I mean, you clearly get Kevin Hart to do it. Kevin Hart, you think, yeah, they've got chemistry. It's funny that you mentioned Kevin Hart because they did work together in Jumanji. My mind immediately went to the other star of Jumanji. I thought The Rock. Now, The Rock commands a lot more than a $9 million paycheck for a movie. That would be the problem. Kevin Hart, you could probably get away with $9 million. He's a pretty big star, but... I was thinking The Rock, because how funny and how scary would it be that if you start dating some dude's mom and he looks like The Rock, you know what I'm saying? And The Rock has proven over time now that he could do comedy. One of my favorite movies where I really started to like Kevin Hart was one was Jumanji with The Rock, 
but I also liked him in the movie called Central Intelligence, where The Rock plays a like CIA agent that goes back to a high school reunion with Kevin Hart. The Rock is legitimately funny in that movie. Like, so that was kind of where my mind went. That initially, at the first thing I thought, first thing I thought was, man, I could totally see The Rock and Jack Black because they've got a good chemistry from the Jumanji movies. But then my second thought was where you went, Kevin Hart. I thought, man. Kevin Hart, but here's the thing. Are you really scared of Kevin Hart though? Because he's so little. Like Jack Black's not a big guy, but I think he's bigger than Kevin Hart. Definitely weight-wise, he's bigger than Kevin Hart, but I even think stature, like height-wise. Cube has that really mean gangster persona. I would say this, man. It would just depend on like obviously I don't know what the script is. Yeah, no, we don't know. Obviously, and it's I don't a know comedy, if it's it, and I don't know if it's the 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 point is Ice Cube is like angry and pissed and like he's the ang pissed off and like you know what I mean like yeah. intimidating yeah because if that's the role then it's not Kevin Hart no right and then you're not gonna get the rock for nine million no so you know then you got to figure out you know who else can I get that uh can play that role yeah pissed it, off did you see I think it was the second 22 Jump Street did you ever watch that one mm-hmm Cube is the police chief in those 21 and 22 Jump Street movies. You see either of them? Mm -mm. So Cube plays the mad, the typical, stereotypical, mad black police chief who's always yelling at the cops, you know, turn in your badge and gun. You know, he's, you assholes, he's chewing them out all the time. Well, at one point in 22 Jump Street, they go undercover at college. And um, what's not Channing Tatum, the other guy, I can't remember his name now. Uh, the chubbier one. I can't remember his name. He's funny. Um, he's from Superbad, and I cannot remember his name to save my life. Like, I don't remember his name. But anyway. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Thank you. He starts. Also, I didn't look that up. He's nice. He's <laughs> dating a young girl. He starts dating a girl while he's undercover in college. Mm -hmm. He starts dating her, and it turns out it's Ice Cube's daughter. And Ice Cube finds out, and he goes fucking through the roof. He's scaring the shit out of Jonah Hill's character, making him feel really bad. And that was kind of what I envisioned with, oh, hell no, nah, would be kind of what they were going for. Like, funny. It was funny what Ice Cube did. But it was also, he was intimidating and scary. And I think that's what they'd be going for. And my mind went to The Rock, but The Rock just has such a positive persona, too that that might not work. Like he's big though and scary, but maybe like uh, somebody like Batista, somebody in that uh, persona, like the, um, he plays Drax in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, he might be good or like a, like a Vin Diesel, maybe somebody in that. I'm not a big Diesel fan, but I could see him kind of panning out in that role. Like that might be kind of a good one for him. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I hope they push forward with it because I love Jack Black, but it's been a long time since Jack Black's done something where I was like, I got to see that, man. That's, that looks great. Like the Jumanji movies were the first ones in a long time, but I love School of Rock. You and I have both talked about Tropic Thunder and how much we love that film. Um, but School of Rock, Tropic Thunder, I can't think, you know, other than that, like, the Jumanji movies. That's pretty much it. Like he's, he's had a dry run. Uh, like School he, of Rock, Tropic Thunder, and then uh, that one movie with Colin Hanks. Yes, that's a great movie, Orange County. Yeah, I own that on DVD somewhere. Are we talking last week or the week before? We talked about 
owning physical copies. I own a physical copy of that film. I don't know what something fell. I don't know what it was. I always get te- terrified that <laughs> I'm unplugging and yeah, ruin. Yeah, 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 we still have an episode that we lost forever that will never return. Yeah, but uh, that one. Hey, to be fair, that wasn't Bill's fault. That yeah. was the world. Yeah. Is. Well, we've that one was my fault that I unplugged and. That was, I kicked the plug out and we lost an episode once too. Anyway, so that was one bit of Hollywood news. Now I have another bit of Hollywood. This just in. You're not getting the noise again. No, I know. That's fine. If you want it. No, no, no. You don't have to do it. Fresh off the wire here in Hollywood. Oh, we get it. All right. What happened? I don't know, dude. You're the button pusher. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Nice. That's brought on mine. I like it. Um, Speaking of people turning down money in this interview that I saw as well, after they talked about Ice Cube, they said that Will Ferrell, um, after the success of the first Elf, they offered him a sequel. They offered him $29 million to do Elf 2. So that shows you how much money the first Elf has probably made in its initial run and since it didn't cost very much to make and it's become an absolute christmas classic that's watched every year they offered him 29 million and in his own words he said the script was so bad i just couldn't do it he said i i thought to myself am i really going to turn down 20 million dollars and he said i would have to walk around and promote this movie and lie to people and tell them how good it is when i know that it's not and I just couldn't fathom doing that for $29 million. And I was just like, what the f-? You know these people have too much money when it's... You're having an internal argument with yourself. Should I or should I not turn down $20 million, $9 million? Like, that's just insane to me. How bad could that script have been? I talked to my wife. I said, can you believe this shit? This is the man that did Land of the Lost, Right. This is the man that did uh, uh, Blades of Glory. This is the man that did Semi-Pro. And apparently this script, for, which you know he didn't get paid $29 million for any of those movies. I know he didn't. I could just, without even looking, I could guarantee that. He's turning down a movie for $29 million because he thinks the script isn't good enough. And I'm just like, man, how bad was that script? How bad could that script have been that he was like, 29 million for Elf 2? Nah, I'm going to do Blades of Glory. That's cool. I'll just stick with Blades of Glory. <laughs> First of all, Blades of Glory wasn't that bad. It wasn't that great either. No, I, I agree. It, I, there were, I chuckled a few times. All, all comedy movies, like 90% of them, are all in like a small box of similarity. Sure, no, and it isn't, it, for me, here's the thing with Will Ferrell, like his movies are either really good or really bad to me, like there isn't a lot in between. But what I feel with Will Ferrell is, it's always Will Ferrell, it's just his, his whatever job he has changes. Okay, this time Will Ferrell's an anchorman, all right? This time he's a basketball player, this time he's a, a figure skater, this time he's a race car driver, but he's always kind of a obnoxious, idiotic jerk who's funny like anchorman classic anchorman 2 i really like blades of glory i chuckled a couple times it's not anchorman though you know what i'm saying like it's not a a horrible movie but i watched it once i'll never go back to it again but i'm just saying you know he probably got 10 million to do that let's just say 10 million i don't know but for which one i'm just guessing for blades of glory he was paid probably around 10 million dollars that's just a guess i have no idea but to 
he had to look at that script and go, yeah, I'm a, I'm a drugged out asshole figure skater. Cool. And I'm going to pair with another dude. We're going to do dude figure skating. Awesome. Great script. Let's go. And so 29 million. How bad was that script, dude? How bad could it have been? Like I got 29 million reasons why it couldn't have been that bad. Like that's just insane to me, dude. That's absolutely off the rails. Crazy. I mean, I respect it in a way because I wish Tim Allen would have um, had that same tone and that same attitude when it comes to the Santa Claus two and three. Cause I feel like the Santa Claus is up here on a Christmas classic pedestal. Like one of my favorite watch it every year and the sequels just got two's bad, three's got awful. And I wish he would have been like, you know what, man? I'm going to have to step away from these checks until you guys fix these scripts. Because what happens is I feel like two and three taint one a bit. And I think maybe instead of saying the script was horrible, maybe he should have said, look, we're never going to touch one. We're never going to touch Elf one. Anything we do is going to be bad in comparison to that first one because everybody's going to compare it's been 15 years there's no way we're going to match that so it's not worth the 29 million instead of just saying the script was awful maybe instead just say no matter what we do to this script it won't live up to the expectations because my first thought was if they're offering you 29 million tell them okay but i want to sit down and rewrite the script i mean he wrote for saturday night live he's a comedian he's a talented guy Get your buddies, get your friends, sit down, fix the script, right? For $29 million, fix that goddamn script, dude. Like, anything could be rewritten. Go back to the drawing board. Like, for $29 mil, I'd be willing to put in the work. And I'm just wondering, at that point, he had enough money where he's like, this. I, I don't want to fuck up the first one, and it ain't worth the work. You know what I mean? Like, there must have been enough cash coming in. And I guess that's nice in a way to know that because a lot of times when when's enough enough you know when is enough money enough money like so clearly these dudes have a ceiling where they're like i don't need 29 million dollars i'm cool like i don't have to be a glutton and just keep raking it in just because that's maybe why you don't see jack black doing movies that we care about because he's just like i'm gonna do what i want to do and it's not about the paycheck jim carrey hasn't done a movie that i've cared about in a long time and it's because he only picks scripts that excite him he doesn't pick them based on the paycheck but these are all wealthy people that can afford to do that. You know what I'm saying? That ain't me. Like to be like me going, hey, I'm going to pick what kind of job I want to do. It's just going to be a job I love. Not because I need to pay a mortgage or, you know, put gas in my car or make a car payment or insurance payment. It's because I just love it. You know, since you brought up Jim Carrey, did you hear about the rumor that he signed on to be in the MCU? Uh, as who? No, I did not. As Modoc. Modoc. Yes. Super villain. No. Okay. Nice. I could see that though. He was a villain in the, uh, was the video game movie Sonic the Hedgehog. And I heard he's the, you know, it's a cheesy movie, but he's actually kind of funny in it from what I heard. And he played a villain in the, uh, their children's, a series of children's books, Lemony Snicket's in a series of, of misfortune and events. I believe it is. He was the villain in that too. So I think there's an opportunity there. That's cool. I'm glad to hear he's doing something. Do you remember what Krang looked like in the Ninja Turtles? Yes. Like this brain and the stomach kind of? Yeah, yeah. So he kind of looks like that, but it's the brain. Like, Here's a picture. I don't know if you can see. It's plugged in, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what MODOK is. Jim's face. 
that smile that that's gonna work out well okay yeah that looks familiar i think i've seen it that uh character before um speaking of if you don't mind sir we're talking about reboots and, and yes and uh, movies and right. sequels and all of that kind of thing sometimes movies are just good yes right yeah like you don't need to do stuff right leave it there doesn't need to be a sequel is what you're saying yeah there doesn't no, or i agree there doesn't need to be a remake or a reboot or whatever yes ladies and gentlemen I will punch you if you go spend money on the new Home Alone. Yeah, that's right. Are you fucking kidding me? It's going to be on Disney Plus, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's a pay one or if it's a free one. If you watch that, because you want to watch that, send me a quick message with your address, and I'm going to come <laughs> over to your house and punch you in the face. Yeah. In your face. They need to give up. Did you watch Stop. that trailer? No. Oh, man. it's. I it's, watched three seconds, and I was like, they yeah. remade Home Alone? Get the fuck out of here. Message you back, and then deleted it. Yeah, they... they I didn't delete it. They literally... It's it's uh, it's a husband and wife burglar team, or they're like boyfriend and girlfriend, It's and they look... It's, it's just wrong in every sense of the word. Like, it's terrible man like and, and they keep trying to reinvent the wheel with this you're absolutely right there are times when a movie comes to the end and it says the end and they tied it up with a nice neat little bow and they tell you that they lived happily ever after there doesn't need to be any drama there wasn't meant to be a continuing story the problem is when money gets made then all of a sudden they start going well i mean it didn't have to be the end, you know, right? I mean, there could be more. I mean, we don't have to stop. Well, yeah, because you're seeing dollar signs, dude. And I get that's what the world's all about. But like a movie like Elf, they save Christmas. You see that him and uh, Jovi got together. They had a baby. He's visiting with family. He wrote the book. He turned his life story into a book and he's successful. And he's got the best of both worlds. He comes and sees his dad in America. He goes to see his elf dad. And it's happily ever after. Like, what could possibly happen that needs to happen? Like, what's going to happen? His son now is an elf who has to save Christmas. Like, he becomes a deadbeat dad like most fathers in Christmas movies. I don't know. Like, you're absolutely right. At a certain point, there doesn't need to be a sequel. Like... Obviously, certain movies like the Marvel movies or Star Wars, they're designed, they're built to carry on. You know when they end, oh, there's more to that story. That's different. But you're absolutely right. A movie like Elf or the Santa Claus, especially a lot of these Christmas movies, like stop it. Like you're, you're killing the what is a classic. You're taking the classic down a notch by cheapening it, by making a sequel. And But you see it all the time, man. Like we talked about it like, you're as big of a Robert De Niro fan as you are. Analyze this was good. Analyze that probably wasn't. It was fine, but I don't think it was necessary. But when analyze this makes a shit ton of money, then they got to analyze that. Okay, but here's the thing. You want to make a sequel because there's money? I don't care, dude. It's fine. I don't look at it like... I don't think Santa Claus 3 taints Santa Claus 1 to me. Santa Claus 1 is a classic. If you don't like... The third Pirates, it doesn't make the first Pirates any worse. Okay. Pirates, to me, Pirates okay. of the Caribbean is a legendary film. The first. I one. love the first one. Okay. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter what happens after that. I, analyze this is fantastic. Analyze that, 
All right, we already know what we're getting, <laughs> yeah. right? But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's you here's do. the thing. If you redo, analyze this with fucking Harry Styles and fu- like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. you don't need to redo it, no. right? It's like, uh, like redoing Die Hard. Yes. I will fucking fight you. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, don't you do don't. It. Like, no. there's a couple movies, like, not a couple, but there's a lot of classics. You don't need to redo. You want to make some money? You want to make some money? Make another Die Hard with one of their kids. You bring back Bruce Willis. You bring back his wife, right? Like, move 25 years down the line. Yeah. Their grandparents or right, whatever. Right, yeah. That's how you bring us back. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, if you redo Die Hard, nobody's watching. No. None of us. No. They've tried several times with movies we grew up on. They remade uh, Red Dawn, which was an 80s classic that I loved as a kid. I didn't go anywhere near that remake. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Red Dawn's an 80s classic that I grew up watching. Wolverines! I love that movie, man. Like, that was a... That's our era, man. Like, we were scared of the Russians. We were in the middle of the Cold War. So when Russia invades and takes over that town and... Those school kids go off and hide in the mountains and they're fighting off Russians. That's awesome. But then they remake it and now it's terrorists, right? It's they're Middle Eastern and it's terror. It's I think it was terrorists or was it Korean? I forget. But anyway, regardless, I didn't watch it because I'm like, it's not frigging necessary. Like you don't need to do that. Like don't. Re- and then sometimes they reboot and it's just too soon. Like. There's a lot of people that felt like, as much as I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, there's a lot of people like that are like, we didn't need a third iteration of Spider, another fucking Spider-Man. Like, there's people that are like, Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. I don't care what you think. And then there's other people that liked the next kid that did it. And then I personally think Tom Holland knocks it out the park and he's the best one. But we did get three versions of Spider-Man, or four if you count the cartoon, the multiverse, in a span of. 15 years you know there's only one person that should be allowed to say this okay whoa are we not connected i don't don't know i that's a problem the bluetooth not on and we're back (laughs) please hold technical difficulties 209 will return that's what happens when you take your your phone that's connected to the roadcaster pro to the burrito shop it disconnects yeah let's try it again there's only one person who should be allowed to say this Welcome to the party, pal. Absolutely, man. That's it, man. That is an epic classic scene. Yeah, I hope they don't try to remake that. And and with that one, I think the last one, they did bring his son into the mix. They had an actor play. Justin his son. Long. Was it Justin? No, Justin Long was Die Hard. Oh, yeah, no, he wasn't the son. No, he was he was the daughter's boyfriend. So they had the daughter in the first one. And then in the fourth one, it was him and his son. His son's a cop as well, and they go on a mission together. So yeah, they've done that, but you're absolutely right. Movies like Die Hard don't need to be remade. They're just too good. You'll never, you're never going to live up to the original. The shoes are so big to fill. Expectations are so high. Even there was that movie that The Rock did where he got stuck in a building that was on fire and he was fighting off terrorists. 
that was just, he was like, we're paying an homage to Die Hard. Like, this is just, he's like, I grew up on those kind of movies. I love those kind of movies. I love Bruce Willis. So this is like my tribute to that. And it tanked. And the, nothing The Rock does tanked. And that movie, I don't, it shouldn't say it tanked. It just didn't do numbers like what The Rock normally did. It rock tanked. Yeah, yeah. So it still made millions of dollars, just not what they had hoped. And, you know, the poster had a, him, like, jumping off of a building as it exploded. And he's like, this is like our true. Everybody's like, you're copying Die Hard. He's like, no, it's just a tribute. It's a totally different movie. But it's like an homage. And people didn't even like that. They didn't want anything to do with that shit, man. They were like, no, stop doing this. Like, don't. Because we are in the, se- the, we are in the era of the reboot, the sequel. Like, they're, I mean, look, we're getting The Matrix 4. How many years later? The Matrix 3 was at least 15 years ago like it has to be like a long time and and that they kicked around an idea for a long time of either carrying on the story with new characters but one of the ideas was to go back and redo it and i'm so glad they didn't i am so glad the matrix is an absolute cult sci-fi classic phenomenon like if you would have tried to redo that with new actors it would have been horrible. Like it would have just been, it may have made some money because what they can do with special effects nowadays is insane, but it was just so different and so groundbreaking. There's nothing that they're going to be able to do to top the effect that that movie had because now we've seen Kung Fu and special effects and people floating in the air and wire and we've seen it. So there's nothing new to add to that to make it special or different. It's just going to be like, oh, we've seen that now. That's why John Wick is so crazy. Because Neo, he went he went from being Neo, the guy on the wires that can float, kind of seems like he has magic powers, to this dude that's like getting people in arm bars and leg locks and getting them down on the ground and getting gritty and nasty and dirty and doing real tactical shooting. That's what makes that movie so special. Man. That's what makes it... And even in this world of Hollywood where you get movies that are popular sometimes they won't do a reboot or a sequel they'll just start knocking off the style like you can't tell me that the new james bond i forget the actor's name daniel craig Uh you can't tell me that they didn't totally bite jason bourne like the first two bond movies like holy shit there's no humor there's no gadgets he's just going around kicking people's ass and not talking and being really dark it was total jason bourne i was like they turned bond and jason born like that's what they did man it's like jesus christ that's it's jason born yeah <laughs> it's a total born vibe man so even when it isn't a sequel or a reboot they just when something's hot and something's proven when the formula works they start biting that style of like he's one man on a mission he's gonna you know the odds are stacked against him and he's going for it like i remember watching that bond going daniel craig's pretty good this is a pretty good movie but it feels like something else so i'm fuck it's born it's just jason born all over again get some rest pam you look tired yes so good man so good i didn't care how'd you did you like the last one the i did i liked them all yeah the last one i'll be honest i even like the jeremy renner one i didn't see that one i didn't watch the renner one i didn't uh i mean it wasn't the uh, born legacy, right? Right. Yeah. But I mean, he, the born Jason Bourne, born is, you know, they got agents, so that's right. not just him. Like, right. You know, they send agents to kill Bourne. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's just a different variant. I, I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, I heard at one point he's he's somewhere where Bourne has been or something like that. So they do kind of tie the characters together. But yeah, 
I like Jeremy Renner. I don't know why. That's just one of those ones that slipped through the cracks that I never watched. I, I don't. He, was, grew, he grew on me, man, uh, because he's local here and he's an asshole. Oh, is he? Yeah, big asshole. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Big time asshole. I haven't heard that about him. Interesting. Well, it's only because of your local. Like, he's grew up and, you know, but I mean, he was, he was an asshole here. Oh, when he grew up here, he was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, th- I thought you were saying he's, he, he's an asshole now. Like, he's no, come no, back no, and been no. a dir- jerk or something. I okay. may have. But oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. He did, like, people look for around this area are very different, like, they don't come back often, but like Timothy Oliphant is well liked here. Okay. Oh, he's he from around here too. Yeah, he went to Bayer too, I think. There's a Die Hard Four. He's the villain. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's well liked. I like Timothy Oliphant. He's a huge fan. Uh, but he's a huge fan of the show. Yeah, he's huge fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I hit him up. I, I hit him up on the Twitter, and I was like, "Yo, Timbone." That's yeah. what I call him. And I was like, hey, man, Savage, you know, Central Valley 209 until infinity. And he was like, my man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know how, like, I spent lots of time watching Justified and supporting your career before you really blew up, you know? And he's like, I got you. Nice. And I was like, thank you, Oli, my man. Yeah, oh, interview coming soon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I I'll hit it. him up on his tweet box. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, that's interesting to know. I didn't know that. I heard. I knew Renner was local. I didn't know Timothy Oliphant. I didn't know Renner was an asshole when he came up here either. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but he's become a hell of an actor, man. I'll tell you what, man. That's... He's blossomed, man. He, he he really grew on me. I like him in that. Uh, what's the Matt, uh, the Ben Affleck movie? Uh, Bounce. Yes, Bounce. That's the one. The romantic comedy. Yeah, that's it. Him and Renner had very strong chemistry. Strong. Sparks flew. Strength. It was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Uh, no, what is the Glitter. name? Glitter. Glitter, yes, with Mariah Carey. Yeah, also a very good movie. Yeah. Savage, you're bringing out the classics, baby. <laughs> Failure to launch. The t- <laughs> Failure to launch to the deep dive with Failure to launch, man. I didn't think about that one, man. I'd be here all day, you baby. You got any more? Huh? Well, you got any more? I'll tell you, uh, a one heart, one, uh, it's not a romantic film, but it is uh, an emotional. How to lose a guy in 10 days. That's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what women want. Yes. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That's a good movie. Yeah. You want to know it's a tough one to watch? Uh, sure. What's Stepmom. Oh, Susan yeah. Sarandon. Yes. And, uh, she's got cancer. Yes. And who is that? That's, uh, Robert Duvall, I think. Yes. But who's the, who's the younger girl in that? It's that Julia Roberts. It's she's the stepmom, right? I think so. Sarandon's sick and dying. And Duvall is now with, is she with Roberts and Roberts is the stepmom. Yeah. They got to build like a relationship. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good movie. Nice pull. It is Julia it, Roberts. Okay, good, 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 good. And was it was it uh, Robert Duvall? Nope, Ed Harris. Harris, he's a good actor, man. That's a good solid. Yeah, there are some movies now that I wouldn't put that in the romantic comedy category at all. Like to me, that's that's drama. That's a family drama. You want another family drama, if you will? That, yes, uh, but it's get- the town. The movie I was thinking of with Jeremy Renner, Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. The Town's a great movie. He's good in that. Like the it's whole, probably the best Ben Affleck movie of all time. It's a great movie. The whole cast. That's a phenomenal cast. I consider uh, Good Will Hunting a Matt Damon movie, not a Ben Affleck movie. Yes. For yeah. the record. That's a good one, too. Or Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Um, what was your name again? Jem. Jim or Jem? Jem. Or both. Doesn't matter. It's like uh, when I was a kid, teachers would be like, oh, you got a real gem here. 
Yeah. <laughs> What's that from? The town. Oh, that's right. Okay, so you were, but you were getting ready to say there's. I thought so. But uh, you were the, another to movie, say, yeah, okay. drama, heart, uh, tough to watch but really good. Uh, gets me every time. Uh, Nicholas Cage, Family Man. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a holiday movie too. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get, he's this rich guy, loving his life, huge loft in, you know, Manhattan. He's loaded. The thing happens. How his life would have been. Yes. He sees his wife and his kids, and he's like living this life, and everything changed. And Don Cheadle's his angel or whatever yeah, it yeah. is. And uh, just, uh, and then it gets taken away from him. Yeah. Because it's not real, and it's so hard to watch. It's kind of a reverse, it's a wonderful life. Because it's a wonderful life, he actually has a great life, but he's like, what would my life be like if no one else was here? But in Family Man, he's a total rich prick douchebag who's not, not tied down to anybody, no kids. And then all of a sudden, he wakes up. And he's a dude that works at a tire shop, has a wife, has kids, living a normal middle-class life. And he's miserable and hating it at first. But then he falls in love. I'm thinking of the same movie. This yeah. is a movie, right? He, yeah, yeah. Okay. He falls in love with the life. Yeah. With it, the kids and the and her. And, and like, it's not like he, he looked down on people like that before. And yes. then, like, now he yeah. understands. And then it got taken away from so him. So he learns, he learns that. That's always what he really wanted. It wasn't about the money, but I think if I remember correctly, at the end, he gets the money back, but gets to keep the family. Right? He gives back. No, I don't. You're gonna have to watch that and get back to me, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I own it. You own it. Okay, yeah. That's one of my dad's favorite. He loves that movie. Like my dad at Christmas. You know why? It's one of the ones because it's good. Because yeah. he wasn't born in the year of the wuss. That's right. <laughs> I like the movie too. Just putting it out there. All right, well, that's our review on the our favorite heart uh, tearjerkers from 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Stepmom and Family Man. Yeah, that's a good movie. Nick Cage, man. Nick Cage, boy, he's really gone downhill because he's got tax problems. So he does whatever pile of shit they'll put in front of him. But for a minute there. Con- well, at least he did it. At least he's working. Like Wesley yeah, yeah. Snipes just f- was, didn't he go to prison? He did. He's out. Uh, and he's in, uh, well, he's in Coming to America, but he's in Dolomite is My Name. If you get a chance to watch that, it's phenomenal and he's great in it. So he is mounting a comeback. The rumor is he's going to have a role in Blade. We just don't know what yet. That's the rumor. I would love to see him be like a whistler type, like a mentor to the new Blade. I think it just flipped the script on that. But the rumor was at one point he was going to play like Dracula or Satan or something like a villain, but I, a mentor would be cool too. But I don't know. We'll we'll see what they what they do because they're kind of rebooting Blade. We're talking about reboots. They're bringing in a younger actor to play a younger Blade. So it's kind of like even though we've already had three Blade movies, like will this movie pick up where the last Blade left off? I don't think so. Like so, it sounds like they're going back pre. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. They'll have to cast somebody as a young whistler. I don't know. We'll figure out where they go. Um, can I tell you something real quick before we get up on out of here? Yes, please. Today is sort of November 22nd. Yes. Have a good Thanksgiving, my guy. Absolutely. You too. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, when we record these episodes, you don't think about the timestamp sometimes. But yeah, absolutely, man. We are getting there. I'm doing Thanksgiving in my house this year. What time should we be there? Uh, yeah, you should be there at uh, four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone oh, in the 209. Oh, speaking of which, I think I need to 
give you money or Amber money for some pies or something. Oh, the pies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. We'll I'll follow on. up. Yeah, yeah. We'll follow up on that. But yeah. Um, got yeah, my, now I'm focused on pie. Yeah, that sounds good too. It's something sweet. I got, uh, that we bought the house during COVID, during quarantine. So no one's, uh, my folks have been over once. I don't think anybody else has seen it. So yeah, we're having the family over to the house doing Thanksgiving I've seen at it. our house. Yes, you have. You helped me move. The coldest has seen it. Yes. So yeah, I'll be doing Thanksgiving or, um, are you, I imagine you're getting together with sister and moms and doing it. You know where you're going yet? It's uh it's a work in progress, man. Right, everything's got you. uh, got you. everything's uh, the, the first, uh, the first, first round of everything is sure is an adjustment. Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, man, I, I promise you this though. Yeah. I'm going to make you a promise. Yes. I will eat. Oh, fucking hey. So will I, man. <laughs> Speaking of pie. Heck yeah. Academic cow. Yeah. All right, man. Well, um, make sure everybody goes out and ch- uh, watches Stepmom. Let us know what you think. <laughs> and Family Man. Yeah. If you need town. it, if you need it, I have the VHS copy you can That's borrow. Right. There you go. I'm just kidding, man. But Stepmom is a great movie, and sometimes it's fun to go back and watch an old movie you like, uh, as I talked about with, um, uh, ugh, Fallen. Yes. I went. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Went out and bought it, and I was like. Man, I remember why I like this so much, and it was great. You've just inspired me just now. I'm going to do... I have stepmom right now if you want uh, it. That, I'm kind of... It's been years since I've watched it, but I was actually thinking you just inspired me. So I did my top 10 movies that I've seen in the theater multiple times. I think my next list... So the next time we record, I'm making you a promise that I'm going to do my top 10 movies that I pull out once a year and watch. Movies that... No matter how many times I've seen them, doesn't matter. At least once a year, I go, it's time. I got to watch that. Not holiday. I'm not going to go holiday. That's too easy. Regular movies that I pull out once a year and watch my top 10. Well, I'm going to do my top five list. I'm going to do top five movies that rhyme with Schmeiritz. <laughs> nice. That'll be, be tricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to pull that off, my friend. I'm creative, man. Yeah, I'll you, figure something You'll out. get her done, yeah. huh? <laughs> I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know. You just uh, refuse to commit to any lists. You're not a list guy. Huh? I've learned that about you. You're not a list guy. You're it's fluid. Good. Yeah. It's a fluid list that's constantly changing. So you see what I'm doing, want, though. I'm hey. creating these lists that aren't as fluid. Like, the movies I watch every year that I have to watch, like, no matter what, they don't change all that much. I'll hit you with the list. You ready? Yeah. I'll give you my number one people that matter the most in the world. Okay. Me. God, amen to that. You There's know, a list. If you don't love yourself, then you can't, can't love anybody else, right? You know what I'm saying, man? I do know what you're saying. 100%. Shit. All starts with you, and then you move outward. Right? Yeah. Branch out. Yes, absolutely. Spread out. Yes. Like COVID-19. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Been there, done that. It's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Was it oh. Was it rated? No, it never was rated. It was rated terrible. Yeah. All right, top 10 viruses I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, swine flu. Hey, I'll tell you what. Here's what I'll do. Okay. You put out a poll. Okay. This week. Okay. What list do you want from Savage? Okay. I like and, that. and if you get five people to answer. Okay. Five. Just five. I've never created a poll on social you media. You get five people to answer. You'll do it. I'll I'll come up with a list. Okay. Unless it's like top five public officials Savage would assassinate. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not, not a good doing idea. That yeah. Not doing it, Bill. You said you would. Yeah. You know what you're probably gonna get a lot of is top 
top five girls Savage would like to smash or something like that's going to come up. I know your boys, man. That's coming up. <laughs> the Savage's top five smash list. Yeah. <laughs> that could be dangerous. That could be dangerous. I mean, I guess you could go celebrities, then it's safe. But yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, I'll do that. I've I'll been that. known about for the tawdry affair, apparently. I think you can. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, are you really running off people, Savage? Somebody was like, dude, are you really like running, like sleeping with your lips? And I was like, what? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. We've gone down about 30 listeners in the last three years. Good job, Savage. Yeah. Hey, Wait. we're down 30 listeners in the last three years, but Savage's roster has gone yeah. up by 26. <laughs> the notches on the bedpost are impressive. Way to go, Savage. Running them off. Anyway, man, but yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I think you can just, there's an option to create a poll on Facebook, isn't there? I don't care how you do it, man. Okay. You you want me to commit to a list, that's how it gets done. All right, got you. I'll do it. I'm going to do you've it. Got, you've, you've got your orders. I'm, I'm going to follow through on those, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, yes, everyone. You, Have yes. a good week this week. Yes. Uh, whatever you do. Uh, even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, you probably have Thursday and Friday off, at least Thursday. Yes. Uh, I will definitely be enjoying my four days off, mm-hmm. um, and it will be uh, fantastic, whatever I do, um, and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, most importantly, sir, I didn't say this in the last couple episodes, but uh, glad to have you here. This is a lot easier than oh, so uh, much running better, the, man. Running so the much iPad better. and yeah. all that shenanigans me sitting in the bedroom with the door closed holding the phone up to my mouth but still trying to look at you and see you at the same time yeah it was awful man this is the way this was meant to go down it feels much more natural much more conversational yeah it's good to be back man it's great to be back in series california i i believe what you're trying to say is uh you said this is how it's supposed to be yes sir it's 100 percent how it's supposed to be i think you mean this is the way. Yes, that's exactly what I meant. How could I say it any other way than that? Yes, sir. All right, everyone, have a great holiday week. Bill, get us the heck up on out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Gobble, gobble. Oh, I can do a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Nice! Peace!